listening to the Rational Radio Network. You love to hear the story again and again of how it all got started way back when. The monument is right in your face, sit and listen for a while to the name of the place. For the Welcome, everybody, once again to the most unique, craziest kind of podcast you ever will hear. Hell, I've been a podcast listener since 2007, and it was like walking through a wild, wild west town with fucking tumbleweeds uh, blowing by, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, no, but let's be serious, hardly anything was on there, you know? Now, me, you... Your grandma, midget, the fucking guy in the Total Recall that had the little man on his chest or have a podcast. Kawato. What do you want, Mr. Quay? Right? That was fucking gnarly, man. <laughs> but yeah, since 2007, I've been a podcast fan. And uh, all there was were video game podcasts and shit. And Penn from Penn and Teller. This is how old, man. Uh, EGM podcast, Electronic Game Monthly. That shit went out of business a long time ago. The One Up Show with Shane Bentonhausen and Chrisman Glover. Chrisman Chrisman Glover. Chrisman Boyer. <laughs> Chrisman Glover was in Back to the Fucking Future. GFW Radio with Jeff Green. Sean Elliott and other nerdy motherfuckers that I can't know. I shouldn't know now. Like I said, tumbleweeds, you know what I'm saying? And you would have to go on to iTunes 3.1. Go into the podcast section, which was kind of hard to find, and download the shows, you know what I'm saying? And uh, if you wanted it on the go, 
You had to drag and drop that shit into your iPod third generation player? Yeah, I said iPod, right? And I actually had an invention back, you know, ready back in the day. It was called the potty. P-O-D-D-Y, the portable podcast player, right? And eventually you would download the shows directly on it, you know, with Wi-Fi. But that shit wasn't even available, I don't think, 2007. And it would have different skins, different covers. There would be the brown potty, right? The camel potty. Or the black potty. Or my bestseller, the Harry potty. You know what I'm saying? Not Harry Potter. The Harry Potty. You know, put like a fucking hairy little cover on it and make it look like a Chewbacca. You know what I'm saying? But oh well, smartphones made my invention obsolete. You know, fucking technology, man. And for the most part, I love technology. Like uh, Napoleon's brother uh, Kips would say. You know what I'm saying? Remember that motherfucker? Yes, I love technology, but not as much as you, you see. But I still love technology, always and forever, always and forever. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. But technology is also making us soft as a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? I mean, when I drive, I know how to check for cars, for blind spots, you know, you turn around, you look to the side, you look in your mirrors, right? I'm also a bitchin'-ass parallel parker, but now there's like fucking five cameras helping people change lanes and shit. Checking their blind spot, you get too close, beep, 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 right? Fucking shit, man. And you hit a button, and your car parks for you. Hey, car technology, go fuck yourself, because if there's ever a fucking flare, uh, what do they call it, a solar flare, and uh, shit goes off, nobody's going to know how to fucking drive. Fuck, even normal shit is making us soft, like uh, Listerine, which is great and kills mouth bacteria, right? You had to be a fucking soldier to goggle with that original shit. The original brown liquid, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that shit. Now you have Cool Mint and Fresh Burst and go fuck yourself. You need that original one, because I'm convinced that that motherfucker has a... Uh, you know, it kills the uh, bacteria better. Shit's making us soft, man. Remember back in the days when you would get a cut and shit, you know? Now, they got like a million products to soothe the pain and shit and all that shit. What about us? When we were fucking around as little kids, right? Little fucking Huckleberry fans going on adventures all day and shit. Not inside, we're outside. <clears throat> and we'd get cut up. Go home, and what would our parents get? Oh, shit. Bring out the iodine. Bring out the fucking iodine. Yeah, 
Jesus Christ, man. Man, one time me and my cousin were riding our bikes and we were decided to race uh, to his house. Now, our grandma lived on the street uh, in the front house and uh, he lived in the back house. And there was an alley. And so there was two ways to get to his house, right? Through the street or through the alleyway. And um, so we're riding our bikes, racing and shit. And guess what? Like the Ghostbusters always say, never cross the streams, motherfucker. Right? But we did. He was trying to go down the alleyway and I was trying to go down the street. But the fucking thing was we're on the opposite fucking sides, right? And bam, we ran into each other and fucking flew off our bikes, man. I did a fucking senton splash onto the fucking street and slid under a truck on my back. My cousin, uh, uh, not so lucky. He fucking flew over his handlebars like he was Superman instead of fucking just landing on his palms. He didn't want to hurt his palms and shit. He turns his palms upwards and Pete rose the motherfucker onto the fucking street. And his little brother, you know, my cousin Blind from Blind, Deaf, and Stupid, rides up and he's like, what happened? You know what I'm saying? And so we got upset because he kept saying that over and over. And we told him to go get help, but he didn't. So we hopped on our bikes and rode, you know, to my cousin's house. Uh, His mom, my tia, tia Concha, not tia Conca, GGP. Okay? That's how you say it. And she freaked out and she said, hold on, went and got the biggest fucking bottle of iodine I ever did see. Yes, iodine. Jesus. It took the whole fucking story to get to that. But yeah, iodine. So I take off my shirt. No joke. I only had a small cut in my shoulder. She puts the iodine on it and man, fucking, I'm fucking screaming, bro. My cousin, who washed his arms off the blacktop gravel next, he wasn't so lucky, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't so fucking lucky. Ladies and gentlemen, from the top of his wrist to his elbow, he had scraped off his entire fucking skin, and I ain't gonna play the laugh track for that, brother. (laughs) That's fucked up. And when my tia poured, not dab, poured the entire bottle of iodine on his arms, I think the entire fucking neighborhood heard this guy screaming shit. It was crazy. Wrapped up his fucking arms, and later that week, my brother Big Nose asked him, why in the fuck did you land like that and not just land on your palms, dude? But you know what? Kids, you're too protected. You're too fucking soft. My cousin's arms are healed. He has nice, beautiful, soft skin now. And an awesome memory. And we laugh about it to this day. You know what I'm saying? So, you guys are too soft. Too fucking soft, man.
Well, I can't top that. So let's get to the shout outs. You know, big shout out to Dirk, the Black Beast, Lewis for that vicious knockout of uh, Curtis Blades. And man, what a fight. Poor Curtis Blades. Man, you were winning the fucking fight on the feet. Why in the fuck would you try to take him down? Why? But you did, and fucking Derek Lewis just uppercutted you to death. And then those two shots after. Did you have to do that, Derek Lewis? But, you know, big shout-out to you for that win. Like I've been saying, man, the UFC is the greatest, you know. And my God. Coming up soon is Israel Adesanya versus John Blahovich for the fucking light heavyweight championship of the world. Tune in. It's going to be fucking awesome. Israel Adesanya, in my opinion, is more exciting than Conor McGregor ever was. And if he wins, he'll be a two-division champion simultaneously. And I will predict this. He's going to challenge John Jones to come for his fucking belt. And if he does, he's the fucking man. You know what I'm saying? He he is the man already, but that'll be awesome. And now it's time for Hip Hop 101, son. So in this Hip Hop 101, it's going to cover rap beefs, and I just wanted to give a little fucking Hip Hop 101 classes now in session, you know, history lesson. So, at the beginning, so where did Hip Hop start? Most people say it started in the Bronx, uh, one of the five boroughs of New York City, and it was a 16-year-old DJ, first known as Hercules, but then known as DJ Cool Herc. You've all heard of him. He's the fucking, you know, he's the pioneer and shit. And he would he would use the turntables to loop beats and mix them and later scratch it using his equipment. So, of course, people from the Bronx would be proud of their hip-hop roots. But as hip-hop grew and spread like wildfire, now it was everybody's to enjoy and put their own touch and spin to it, you know. And one of the best rap beefs at the beginning was uh, KRS-One's Boogie Down production crew versus uh, Marley Marl's Juice crew. And uh, in 1987, MC Shan made The Bridge, which was basically like a love song about Queens Bridge, which is in Queens, obviously. And it kind of like took claim that they were the originators of hip-hop. And uh, it was a dope song. But guess what? You know, like I said earlier, it started in the Bronx. So KRS-One, who's the teacher, who's a bad motherfucker, he made his own song. And Yo, he responded up, with the song called South Bronx. Word. Yo, what up, D-Nice? Yo, what's up, Scott LaRock? Yo, man, we chillin' this funky fresh jam. I want to tell you a little something about us. We're the Boogie Down Production Crew. And due to the fact that no one outside that knew what time it was, we have to tell you a little something about where South we come Bronx, from. The South Bronx. South, 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 South Bronx. 
very basic, very simple, whatever. Then the Juice Crew responded back with Kill That Noise. And, you know, they're going back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Morning. I just want to say this about rap beats. Morning. You got to keep Morning. it on wax. This is what they used Morning. to say. And when I say keep it on wax, Devastating. wax, your ear. you know, an LP, a record. It's made out of wax. And that's what they mean when they said that, you know, back in the days. Murder you on wax. You know, kill you on wax, whatever. But then, what does KRS-One do? One of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time and, uh, you know, a legend. He fucking ends it with a fantastic response uh, with uh, The Bridge Is Over. And even my homeboy Spiro, who's a, who's a Queens guy, said he would bump this shit. And he'd be like, God damn, bro. He's dissing my hood. But how could I fucking, uh, how could I not play this song and give it props? You know what I'm saying? And even earlier than that, there was a beef between uh, Roxanne Chante versus the real Roxanne versus UTFO. You know, this was like 1984, so it was even before uh, what I just said, the KRS-One Juice Crew beef. Apparently, UTFO, who was a big, huge group back in 1984, man, my brother had their fucking cassette, and their DJ was Mixmaster ICE, Mixmaster Ice. What a fucking dope-ass DJ. You know, back in the days, everybody wanted to be that motherfucker, Mixmaster Ice, he would cut it up, right? And UTFO was huge, man. And uh, they made a song called Roxanne, Roxanne, mm-mm, can't you understand? Yo, DMD. Yeah, what's up, man? They go that girl they call Roxanne. She's all stuck up. Why you say that? Cause you wouldn't give a guy like me no rap. Man, she was walking down the street, so I said, hello, I'm right it really wasn't about anybody specific but utfo like i said was huge and there were canceling shows which dj marley marl was on okay so he was upset at utfo and check this out. So like a 14-year-old fucking battle rapper named Lolita Shante Gooden, right? She was uh she lived by Marley Mall and he knew she was a rapper. She told Marley Mall, you know what? Fuck those guys. I'll help you make a diss track about them. She was a battle rapper. And she goes up, you know, into his apartment and they record uh Roxanne's Revenge. I don't you know I just a cold rock a party 
show. I said I met these three guys, and you know it's true. Uh, let me tell you and explain them all to you. I met this dude with the name of a hat. I didn't even walk away. I didn't give him no rap. But then he got real mad, and he got a little tired. If he worked for me, you know he would be fine. And uh, actually, there was a movie about her life. Which was pretty cool because uh, they showed like a young Nas going up to her and I told that story that he goes up to her and he wants to spit a rhyme but he froze and then she told him uh, the next time you fucking step to me and don't have a rap, don't spit it, I'm going to whoop your fucking ass. So if you can find that one, find that movie, check that shit out. So rap beefs aren't nothing new, you know, since 1984, 1987, hell. And, you know, around that same time, uh, LL Cool J versus Kumo D. And um, LL Cool J, man, he was kicking some ass, you know. He had fucking I Can't Live Without My Radio. He had all these badass shit, Bigger and Deffer, his album. And he proclaims himself to be rap's new grandmaster, which Kumo D, who was a rapper back then, took offense to that shit because, you know, there was Grandmaster Melly Mel, Grandmaster Kaz, and uh, supposedly Kumo D, considering himself a grandmaster himself, he took offense to that. So on the cover of uh, Kumo D's 1987 album, How You Like Me Now, it featured a red Kingo hat being crushed under the wheel of a jeep. If you don't believe me, you can Then I watch you three seconds later. I watch you shaking your head, dancing instead of sitting. The rhymes kick, the beats hitting you just like a home run, slamming like a slam dunk. Ride the wave, James Brown, Dave Funk, it happened to James like it happened to me. How you think it feel to see another MC get paid? Using my rap style, and I'm playing the back. What did LL Cool J uh, always wear? His red Kingo hat, you know? And in the song, uh, How You Like Me Now, I think he's like uh, referring to LL Cool J. doesn't mention them. Back then, they didn't really mention the, each other's names and uh, rhymes and shit. It was like, uh, you know, you had to know what you were listening to. And he's basically saying that he's never been in a real battle, right? So what the fuck you talking battle, you know? Uh, LL Cool J says that and uh, I can't live without my radio, right? Um, he also says that LL took his fucking style and that he's a beat biter, you know? All these fucking shots at LL Cool J. So what does LL do? You gotta clap back. That's the number one fucking rule. He responds with the song called uh, Jack the Ripper, which is like a B-side on Going Back to Cali on the Less Than Zero soundtrack. And again, doesn't mention Kumo D by name, but you know it's about him. Calls him the fucking washed up rapper and a fucking old school sucker punk. Right? And 
you know, at the end he says, how you like me now? I'm getting busier. I'm double platinum watching you get dizzier. <laughs> and for us hip-hop fans, this is just fun shit. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to keep it on fucking wax, as they say, keep it on wax. Make it interesting. Make it fun. You know, try to beat the other guy lyrically. And I think in that one, LL Cool J won. But LL Cool J, I don't know if fucking got to his head or whatever. He starts beefing with this guy, fucking that guy. And actually, he fucking beefed and he started with the wrong fucking guy. Because there was a guy later on in the career. We'll jump ahead. And it's one of the greatest beefs, one of the greatest diss tracks ever. He fucking invites his, uh, these guys to record on his song 4321, right? Red Man, Method Man, uh, DMX, and Cannabis. And Cannabis was like a rookie, right? He was like an up-and-coming guy. And in the song, Cannabis says, L, is that a mic on your arm? Let me borrow that, right? Which referring to the tattoo of a microphone in his arm. And Cannabis said it was his own way of showing uh, LL Cool J respect and didn't, you know, didn't do it to diss him. But, of course, LL Cool J says, thank you guys. You know, thanks for laying down the fucking tracks on my song. Good night. Goes into the studio after all these rappers leave and lays down his own fucking track. And what does he do? He fucking disses uh, Cannabis, saying... The symbol on my arm is off limits to challengers. You hold the rusty sword. I swing the Excalibur. He also keeps going with, Now let's get back to this mic on my arm. If it ever left my side, it'll transform into a time bomb. You don't want to borrow that. You want to analyze. And you don't want to make me mad. You want to socialize. LL Cool J is hot. Every little boy want to pick up the mic. And try to run with the big boys and live up to the real hype. But that's like picking up a ball playing with Mike. Swinging in King Griffey or challenging Roy to a fight. Stapping your amateur MCs. Don't you know I'm like the green team touring overseas? For rappers, I'm a circle. I'm a deadly disease. Ringmaster, bringing a tiger cub to his knees. In the history of rap, they've never seen such prominence. Your naive confidence gets crushed by my dominance. Now let's get back to this mic. My arm. If it ever left my side, it transform into a time bomb. You don't want to borrow that. You want to idolize. And you don't want to make me mad. You want to socialize. And I'm daring every MC in the game to play itself out position and mention my name. What a fucking dick. But you know what? Thank you, LL Cool J, for being a fucking asshole. Because it leads to one of the greatest diss tracks of all time. Cannabis, second round knockout. Featuring Mike Tyson, which that's where it goes. Hey, yo, it's Mike Tyson speaking with the canvas, man. My name is Jack the Thick. Eat, eat, eat MCs for lunch, breakfast, dinner. Yo, peep game, right? They've been playing me all my life, you know what I'm saying? And then proceeds to destroy LL Cool J once and for all. And I don't think after that, LL Cool J was like, God damn, uh, 
I don't want to beef with these new fucking guys. You know what I'm saying? You want me to let the world know the truth. You don't want me to shine. You study my rhyme. Then you laser vocals at the mind. That's a bitch move. Something that a homo rapper would do. So when you say that you platinum, you only dropping clues. I studied your background. Read the book that you wrote. We searched your footnotes about how you used to sniff coke. Fronting like a drug-free role model. You disgust me. I know bitches to see you smoke weed recently. You walk around showing off your body because it sells. Plus to avoid the fact that you ain't got scales. Mad at me because I but hip-hop has had so many beefs from, you know, the beginning to the end. But the one thing is, is like I've always said, and I'm going to keep saying it, you got to keep it on wax, keep it lyrical, right? And of course, we know the fucking story about what happened with Tupac versus Biggie, right? Tupac gets shot up, gets shot five times. Uh, he gets uh, thrown in jail for a drug charge. I mean, uh, not a drug charge, a rape charge. While he's in jail, Biggie releases Who Shot Ya. Now, let's talk about that right now. Biggie says that wasn't towards Tupac. But fuck, Biggie. I know you say it wasn't towards Tupac, but it fucking kind of sounds like it was towards Tupac. What the, what's the fucking guy supposed to think when he's in jail? He just got shot up. You're in the building where he got shot up. He asked you, who shot me? Who fucking shot me? And your name, the name of your fucking song is who shot you? Come on, who shot ya? Separate the weak from the ops. Leap hard to creep them Brooklyn streets. It's on, nigga. Fuck all that bickering beef. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heart beats sound like Sasquatch's feet. Thundering, shaking the concrete. Then the and we all know what happened after that. You know, Tupac gets out of jail, signs with Death Row Records, and they go right straight at Bad Boy Records. You know, Biggie, Puffy, but mainly Biggie starts attacking him. And what does he do? He releases one of the most fucking vicious... Probably the most vicious fucking diss track of all time. Hit him up. And in retrospect, um, did he cross the line? Did Tupac cross the line? Maybe. You know, there's some shit you don't say. And he said it. So I fucked your bitch, fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to First of all, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy trying to see me weak, hearts I rip. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gunning, keep on busting at the boots. You know the rules. Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces. Now be deceased. Lil' Kim, don't fuck around with real cheese. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets. That eventually, I mean, uh, got both of them killed. Uh, they escalated that shit beyond uh, a record. Uh, they didn't keep it on wax. I'm going to keep saying that. And that shit, you know, was a fucking tragedy for hip-hop. You know, we lost uh, two of the greatest of all time. And uh, hip-hop 101 lesson right here. So 
let's say somebody disses you, they don't like you, right? The the thing of it is, is the thing that I like is uh, there's the diss and then there's the reply. And I think that when you diss somebody, you better fucking come correct and cover all your bases because the guy that's going to reply, he's going to address each and everything if he's a good fucking uh, battle rapper, what you said. And I know I do, man. I've, I've battled some people and uh, I address each and everything that they said in their rhyme and try to make them foolish. And also, if you're going to diss somebody... Don't diss the fucking songwriter that used to be in your group, which takes me to Ice Cube versus N.W.A. You know, uh, N.W.A. used to have a writer named Ice Cube. He, even before all his little fucking movies, right? He used to write for Easy E, and Easy E even says it in his raps. Ice Cube, watch the rhymes that I say. Hail to the N.C.I.A. And uh, Hip Hop 101, again, lesson, CIA was a the group that Ice Cube was originally from. I had a couple of their songs, CIA, Criminals in Action. And actually, check this shit out. So in CIA, they made a couple of songs. One of them was called My Posse. My Posse, my Posse, my Posse's getting big and my Posse's getting bigger. That's a sample from the Beastie Boys, and goddamn, Dr. Dre loved sampling the Beastie Boys. He sampled it all over Strand of Compton, and uh, Easy Does It, but never mind all that. Uh, Ice Cube, in the when he was in CIA, when he was a very young guy, he says in that rap from my posse, Yo, Dre, kicking the bass, and that's where they got that from. Kind of doesn't sound like Ice Cube, kind of sounds like Ad-Rock. I don't know if he was trying to fucking copy Ad-Rock right there, but, you know, that's uh, where that sample comes from. But let's get back to the beef between Ice Cube and N.W.A. So Ice Cube, you know, you've seen the movie, you know the history. He leaves N.W.A., the money's not right. He's trying to tell his homeboys, Easy e and Jerry Heller are taking your money. Well, Jerry Heller, right? And he leaves. He doesn't sign the fucking contract to stay in. He, he goes solo. And uh, what does his homeboys do? They diss him on uh, the up the next album, N-Words for Life. And, uh, you know, they even have like a little skit at the beginning of a phone call. Uh, here's what they think about you. Prisoner, like a hostage. Yo, you should have covered your motherfucking head like an ostrich. Deep in the dirt because you was a sucker. Then you ass up high so I can kick the motherfucker. Don't try to hang your best of boy. Cause my foot'll be so far up your ass, you'll get hemorrhoids. Before you try to fuck with Ren, I put two in your ass and you'll be shitting size 10. Pull the trigger, dress just a nigga with heart. A nigga that's smart, a nigga that's paid to stay with others and scared to play. We started out with too much cargo, so I'm glad we got rid of Benedict Arnold. Yo, NWA, criticize for what we say. But I'ma do the shit anyway, cause I'm the motherfucking doctor, never faking. Yo, yeah, kick the motherfucking break in. And like I said, you don't diss the fucking songwriter because what does Ice Cube do? He comes back with fucking fire and fucking venom and disses him with no Vaseline and just ends it all right there, man. That right there is a fucking fire diss track. People might say it's number one, you know? I don't know. Is it better than the next one? Ether by Nas? 
God damn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Used to be hard, now you just went and saw Bert, you was down with the AK. And now I see you on a video with Michelet, looking like straight bozos. I saw it coming, that's why I went solo. It kept on stomping. Well, y'all motherfuckers move straight out of Compton. Living with the whites, one big house, and not another nigga in sight. I started off with too much cargo, dropped four niggas, now I'm making all the dough. White man just ruling. The niggas with attitudes, who you fooling? Y'all niggas just phony. I put that on my mama and my dead homies. Yellow boys on your team, so you're losing. Hey, yo, Drake. Because that one, Ether by Nas, with Nas versus Jay Z, okay? Uh. Jay-Z was sampling Nas, right, here, there, and, uh, you know, I don't even know if uh, Nas like Jay-Z or their homeboys like that, but um, he sampled the shit, right, I rep- I'm off for presidents to represent me, he had the song, right, and Jay-Z wanted Nas on his album, but apparently either Nas didn't want to fucking do it or didn't show up to the studio, you know, and he didn't do it. So Jay-Z starts fucking mentioning them here, mentioning them there, little this here, little this there. And Nas, who wrote fucking Illmatic, right? A genius. Oh, man, why are you going to diss Nas? Comes back with another great diss track, Ether, and fucking destroys Jay-Z. I mean, it only took one fucking track. Maybe even only needed three fucking bars. You know what I'm saying? This is how good Nas is. And he destroys him. I don't care what anybody says. Jay-Z did do responses after that. But um, Jay-Z had the takeover. Nas responds back with Ether. Nobody can read you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like Jigger is ass and won't clap you. Trust me on this one. I'll detach you. Mind from spirit. Body from soul. They have to hold a mask, put your body in a hole. No, you're not on my level, get your brakes tweaked. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. You guys don't want it with hope. Action Nas, he don't want it with hope. No, R-O-C, we running this rap And just fucking destroys them, embarrassing, humiliating. Nas one of the greatest of all time. Fuck Jay-Z. What's up, niggas? Hey, yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z. You been on my dick, nigga. You love uh, my style, nigga. Uh, fuck Jay-Z. Uh, I fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you. Nah. Godson across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost the ready. Brace uh. yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an AIDS test. What's the results? Not positive. Who's the best? Pop, Nas, and Big. Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor style greetings. I embrace y'all with napalm. Blows up. No guts. Left chest, face gone. How can I be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage. Burn it at the side of your dome. Come out of my throne. I got this. Lock sense. 9-1. I am the truest. Name a rapper that I ain't influenced. Gave y'all chapters, but now I keep my eyes on the Judas. With the wine, Sophie fame. Kept my name in his music. Check it. I fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Star son across the belly. I prove you lost already. Hey, yo, pass me the weed. Put my ashes out on these niggas, man. Hey, yo, you faggots, y'all kneel and kiss the motherfucking ring. Fuck with your soul like ether. Now we get to, honestly, I think it's my favorite, personal favorite beef of all time for me, which was the game versus uh, 50 Cent G Unit. 
And I had a Hip Hop 101 just uh, covering this in, on the Homeboy 1988 Dodgers. So if you guys want to go check that one out. But let me just recap a little bit. So 50 Cent G Unit, they kick out the game, right? It didn't even last that long, that relationship. And they're saying that, they're making fun of him, saying he wasn't even saying G Unit, right? And so the game's out. And here's what I didn't say. And I'm going to say this. So they kick him out. The game, right, tries to find out why. So he flies over to New York. He wants to talk to 50. He wants to talk to G-Unit. What the fuck is going on? So he knows he's at the radio station. I think it was Hot 97. And 50 and G-Unit are doing a fucking interview and shit. And so the game and his homeboys, they go down. They drive down to uh, the radio station. They show up. And it's about to get wrapped up, the interview and shit. 50 G-Unit and a couple of his bodyguards find out the game's coming up to talk to him. But hey, the game said, and he sticks by his story, he just was there to talk to him. See what the fuck was going on. And I think it was during the winter, so it was cold and shit. And it was like uh, in the radio station, the steps are icy. The fucking hallways is cold, whatever. They meet up in the fucking hallway. 50 G unit were trying to go one way. The game's trying to approach him like, hey, what the fuck? Obviously, shit got escalated and fucking gunfire in the fucking hallway, man. Bam, bam, bam. Games, uh, one of the game's homies got shot in the leg. Fucking, they're, they're lucky it didn't fucking hit an artery and shit. The guy's bleeding all over the place. Okay, now the cops are fucking called. Okay? The cops are called... Uh, everybody's gonna get in fucking trouble. They all take off. The game's not from New York City. Uh, he gets in a car. He gets in a car. They fucking take the fuck off, right? The guy's bleeding. I think they take him to the hospital or whatever. But the game, he's gonna get in trouble for even showing up. They're not gonna believe him that he just wanted to talk. So, he, he doesn't go to New Jersey. He's gonna drive to Philly. <laughs> right? And he does. But the cops stop him. I don't know if he was speeding or what. And they're asking him. Maybe they know a little bit of something. What are you doing? What are you doing over here? What are you? He fuck, you know what he tells him? The game? He tells him, I forgot my fucking cheesesteak, bro. I can't leave without getting my Philly cheesesteak. And guess what? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> Go get your Philly cheesecake. Fucking goes into Philly. Hops on a plane. Goes back to L.A. And uh, that whole story right there is on a song called Down. Off the uh, You Know What It Is, Volume 3. 300, 300 bars and I'm running. Smack them silly. What you thought? Them was the only niggas wrapped in Philly. See them niggas with the Sunnis leave you wrapped in Philly. Then dashing groups like Beanie Mac in Philly. Cosmic Cab Car said Curtis Jack in Philly. Make a U-turn. I gotta go back to Philly. I forgot my cheesesteak. That's what I told the cops so they wouldn't get the dog. Start searching for the clock. And I can't forget, Big got murdered by the cops. Even I was ready to die when I heard that he was shot. What's beef? This when I make you on the spot. Label signing anything, still searching for they pop. I put purple on the block, so I don't feel threatened when Ludacris say he coming for the number one spot. Act 50, it get lonely on top. You can hate me or love me, but now the cops the only homies he got. When it's beef, we eat, we ain't baloney, we pop. We sell records, but a G, 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 
not Acting big on the radio to me, not You should ask Mr. DJ Ski exclusive Tony Ayo, I bet 10 G's you flop Run up on that new 300 C you got Stop hoping I fall, hoping you stop And I hope you black out before you see the cops I ain't hot top from colors, I'm from C to block But what I got in my hot tops to make your breathing stop I'm a gangster slash rapper, check your CD shop I'm like Elvis in there, they can't believe you dropped Fucking fantastic, man and that beef actually, you know, when you're talking about hip-hop hip hop beefs, you can handle it one of two ways. And I think 50 Cent handled it totally fucking wrong. So after this, the game releases three, not diss songs, three fucking diss albums. You know what it is, volume three, right? Uh, ghost Unit, where they look like fucking Ghostbusters in the cover and shit. And then he releases a fucking, uh, his last diss album, Stop Stitching, Stop Lying, the fucking CD that came along with the DVD, where he actually goes to 50's house, takes down his basketball fucking hoop, some silly crazy shit, bro. <laughs> fucking game. And like I said, 50 Cent handles it the wrong way because he doesn't respond, right? He no-sells them, as they say in wrestling. He doesn't respond with anything, but um, that actually hurt him in the long run. And uh, everybody starts saying, G, you not, not, you know, which is like a spinoff of G, you not, G, you not, you're not a fucking G. So personally, that's my fucking favorite. And I know I'm touching on a lot of beefs and at least I went to the history, you know, of where hip hop started and uh, the KRS-One beef, but we're going to end it right here with the last beef I wanted to touch on, which was Eminem versus Machine Gun Kelly. Now, Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. I guess Machine Gun Kelly, he was fucking going on radio interviews, talking about Eminem's daughter, that she was hot and shit. Uh, come to find out, at the time when he's seen these fucking pictures... Haley was 16 years old, and this guy was 22 years old. What a fucking idiot, right? He's saying all this stupid shit. MGK, as he's known, was a big Eminem fan growing up. He idolized that motherfucker. But Eminem, you know, he doesn't have his ear to these fucking little guys, so he doesn't know about this right off the bat. He's going like on a two-year thing, talking this, talking that. God damn, Machine Gun Kelly. So finally, um, Eminem, later on, he releases Kamikaze, okay? And on Kamikaze, he's pissed off because on his uh, previous album, uh, Revival, he's getting shit on by critics, he's getting shit on by fans. Hell, I'm sorry, I buy each and every fucking Eminem album. I actually heard this first, Revival, I didn't like it. <laughs> Eminem, sorry, bro. sorry, brother. You're never going to listen to this, but me too, man. I didn't like this fucking album. So everybody's shitting on this fucking album. So what does he do? He says, fuck this shit. I'm coming back. I'm fucking going at everybody. Hence, Kamikaze. He's just going to be a Kamikaze pilot running into every fucking thing. This and this guy. This and that guy. And one guy he disses. And focuses on his Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Bun Jelly, as he likes to call him. 
And um, and there's a video of Machine Gun Kelly hearing himself getting dissed on Kamikaze. And what does he do? He pops champagne to it. Woo! My fucking idol fucking acknowledged me. I'm on Kamikaze. Hell yeah. It should have just ended there, Machine Gun Kelly. Okay? <laughs> but instead... He's got to fucking do a video and a song called Rap Devil. Now, everybody heard that shit first. It wasn't that bad. It was actually okay. Rap Devil. But you fucked up dissing one of the greatest, maybe the greatest, battle rapper of all time, Eminem. Oh my God, Ronnie. Hey, somebody grab some clippers. This fucking beard is weird. Tough talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. You sober and bored, huh? I know. I'm about to be 46 years old, dog. Talking about, I'ma call up Trick Trick. Man, you sound like a bitch, bitch. Man, I can handle your shit. You mad about something I said in 2012? Took you six years and a surprise out just to come with a diss? Homie, we get it. We know that you're the greatest rapper alive. Fucking dweeb, all you do is read the dictionary and stay inside. Fuck rap god, I'm the rap devil. Come a bare face with a black shovel like the Armageddon. When the smoke settle, his body next to this instrumental. I'm saying, sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats. Let's talk about it. I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad. Let's talk about it. Both of us single dads from the Midwest, we can talk about it. Or we can get gully, y'all size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Let's talk about the fact you actually blackball a rapper that's twice as young as you. Let's call Sway, ask why I can't go up to shape 45 because of you. Let's ask Interscope how you had Paul Rosenberg trying to shelf me. You pissed him off there with Rap Devil and a fucking video paid by Sean Puffy Combs. Puffy, what the fuck, Puffy? Give him money to fucking do the video. So he does the video, he does the song. Everybody's like, Eminem, what are you going to do, bro? What are you going to do? You going to clap back? You going to let this fucking clown clown you? Well, he does kill shot, of course. And on the first fucking day when he releases Kill Shot, 100 million views on YouTube. Not only does he get all those views, he fucking murders his fucking career. Like he said, I have to, I had to give you a career to destroy it. It wasn't even fair. What a great diss track, you know, Eminem uh, Kill Shot. And to date, I think it's up to like 300. 70 million views. People just keep going on that shit. On the official one. On the official one. Not fucking even uh, counting the reaction videos. Because now apparently everything has a fucking reaction video. Which is cool. And I want to give a shout out to No Life Shack on YouTube. Who does the best reaction videos on YouTube. I love watching this guy's fucking uh, reaction videos. He has so much personality, and he goes back and listens to, you know, old school rap for the first time, like Bone Thugs and Harmony, and just old school shit, and uh, I love him, man. I love I love what he fucking, his take on hip-hop, and I actually want to have him on the show. But we're going to end it with this, Eminem versus MGK, all this shit, all the history of hip-hop. And by the way, you new guys who want to beef with this fucking guy, or that fucking guy, just for shits and giggles, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that, bro. There has to be something. 
It can't just be, I'm going to call you out, call everybody fucking out, like Rainbow Bright, what's his fucking name? Takashi 69 and all these other little motherfuckers. They want to have like a thousand beefs. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. Know your fucking history, okay? No hip-hop, and everybody, that's it, man. This was uh, me covering uh, my favorite rap beefs of all time. A little bit of history, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Thank you. Another episode of the Homeboy 88 Podcast. And uh, peace out. I'll see you motherfuckers on the flip side next time. You sound like a bitch, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Your fans become your haters. You done? Fuck beard, beard. All right. Yelling at the mic. Weird, weird. Doing this once. Why you yelling at the mic? Rihanna just hit me on a text. Last night I left hickeys on her neck. Wait, you just dissed me? I'm perplexed. Insult me in a line? Compliment me on the next? Damn, I'm really sorry you want me to have a heart attack. Was watching 8 Mile on my auto track. Realized I forgot to call you back. Here's that autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on a starter cap. Stand, stand, son, listen, man, dad isn't mad, but how you gonna name yourself after a damn gun and have a man bun? Giant smoke, eyes open, undeniable, supply and smoke, got the fire stoke. Say you got me in a scope, but you grazed me. I say one call it in a scope, and you swayzy. Your reply got the crowd yelling, woo. So before you die, let's see who can out petty who with your corny lines. Slimmy roll, out Kelly, ooh, but I'm 45 and I'm still out selling you. By 29, I had three albums that it blew. Now let's talk about something I don't really do. Go in someone's daughter's mouth, stealing food. But you're a fucking molehill, now I'ma make a mountain out of you. Hold chill, acting like you'll put the chrome barrel to my bone marrow. Gonna bitch, you ain't a bow and arrow. Say you'll run up on me like a phone bill. Spraying lead, playing dead. That's the only time you hold still. Are you eating cereal or oatmeal? What the fuck's in the bowl, milk? Wheaties or Cheerios? Cause I'm taking a shit in them, Kelly. I need reading material. Dictionary. Yo, Slim, your last four albums suck. Go back to recovery. Oh, shoot, that was three albums ago. What do you know? Oops. Know your facts before you come at me, little goof. Luxury. Oh, you broke, bitch. Yeah, I had enough money in O2 to burn it in front of you, ho. Younger me, no, you don't whack me. It's funny, but so true. I'd rather be 80-year-old me than 20-year-old you. Till I'm hitting old age, still can fill a whole page with a 10 year old's rage. Got more fans than you in your own city, little kitty, go play. Feel like I'm babysitting Lil Tay. Got the Diddy okay, so you stitch a whole day. Shooting a video just to fucking dig your own grave. Got you at your own wake, I'm the Philly goat. You ain't never made a list. Next to no Biggie, no J, next to Taylor Swift. And that Iggy ho, you about to really blow. Kelly, they'll be putting your name next to Chai, next to Benzino. Die, motherfucker, like the last motherfucker saying alien vein, alien brain. Satanist. Biggest flops are your greatest hits The game's mod again and ain't nothing changed but the lock So before I slay this bitch, I'm gonna give Jade a kiss Gotta wake up labor day to this Being rich shamed by some prick using my name for clickbait In a state of bliss cause I said his goddamn name Now I gotta cock back aim, yeah bitch pop champagne to this It's your moment, this is it, as big as you're gonna get so enjoy it Had to give you a career to destroy it Lethal injection, go to sleep six feet deep Give you a beat for the effort, but if I was three foot eleven, you'd look up to me, and for the record, you would suck a dick to fucking be me for a second. Like a boss, like to get on my channel, give your life to be a solidified. This motherfucking shit is like Rambo when he's out of bullets, so what good is a fucking machine gun when it's out of ammo? Had enough of this tatted up mumble rapper, how the fucking him and I battle? He'll have to fuck him in my flannel. I'll give him my sandals, cause he knows long as I'm shady, he's gonna have to live in my shadow. Exhausting, letting off on my offspring Like a gun barrel, bitch get off me You dance around it like a sombrero We can all see your fucking salty Cause young Gerald's balls deep inside a Halsey Your red sweater, your black leather You dress better, I rap better That a death threater? 
a love letter Little white toothpick thinks it's over a pick I just don't like you prick, thanks for dissing me Now I had an excuse on the mic to write not a like But really I don't care who's on the right But you're losing the fight you pick Who else wanted Kel's attempt fails Button L's fucking nails In these coffins as soft as pot nail Kill shot I will not fail I'm with the doc still But this idiot's boss pops pills And tells him he's got skills But Kel's the day you put out a hit The day Diddy admits that he put the hit out They got pop kill, ah I'm sick of you being whack And still using that motherfucking auto-tune So let's talk about it I'm sick of your mumble rap mouth Need to get the cock about it Before we can even talk about it I'm sick of your blonde hair and earrings Just cause you look in the mirror And think that you Marshall Mathers don't mean you are and you're not about it So just leave my dick in your mouth and keep my daughter out of you You fucking Oh And I'm just playing, Diddy You know I love you